Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, oh, it's panic attacking, by the way. I thought we were in the beginning of the regular app. You're panic attacking right now. Yeah. Uh, this has uh, been a fun episode. We uh, we get into a lot, uh, such as uh, me taking Bowie to the vet, which is very stressful. Bowie is his cat, everybody. I feel like if this is your first episode, he's going to think you took an aging rock star. <laughs> I took a, a rock star's corpse to the vet. <laughs> oh, right. He he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Former Jim Henson uh, leading role. <laughs> yes. A great movie. What's that movie called again? Uh, the, the Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have my nose on the mic. <laughs> man, I was searching for a joke there. There's nothing really there. Labyrinth. No, I'm amazed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. Um. Anyways, everybody. So, yeah, we have a great episode. I talk about... Going my first trip ever to an eye doctor and the weird stuff that happens there. Yeah, crazy story. We, uh, we get into listener topics. We start with we open with one for the, we try to switch it up and then we get into rest at the end. But the one we open with is what again? Uh, it was a lot of comedy advice and and then we got into uh, uh, there was uh, stuff about going back to work. There was stuff about uh, surgery and uh, a family member getting covid after getting surgery oh my god yeah and then uh, also uh death threats right so we make we make light of these everybody we, yeah we give serious advice we also give joke advice so yeah. listen for both <laughs> and we want to plug some tour dates starting with stevens oh sure i'm gonna be uh with brian regan this coming weekend at the borgata that oh my is god yeah that is on the 14th of uh of which is a Saturday. So uh, if you're able to come out, come out, and uh, then I'll be uh, running around New York City uh, a couple weeks after that. That's awesome. Uh, this upcoming Tuesday, I'll be in Rehoboth Beach Ooh. performing at a crab shack. <laughs> and the only reason I'm taking this gig is they gave me a free uh, condo on the beach. Oh, wow. But if you live in Rehoboth, come and hang out. It's It's Tuesday night. Where's Rehoboth? It's like in Delaware. Nice. And um, September, or I'm sorry, then that Thursday, which I, so I guess Tuesday's the 10th and 11th, so the 12th, I'll be at Levity Live with Emma Willman if you want to come up there. Wow, that's great. Nyack, and uh, that's it for the upcoming gigs. Cool. Stay uh, tuned for the music and enjoy the up. Yes. starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die? Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we look at anxiety and comedy and Everything in between and read your anxiety topics. <laughs> I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Steven Rogers. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Full disclosure, everyone. I am my girlfriend made spaghetti. It smells like sauce in here. <laughs> it's saucy. Good, it's like we we lit a barilla candle. <laughs> I feel like a, a mob bur- meeting in the back of an Italian restaurant. <laughs> hey, don't check behind the toilet. <laughs> There's some uh, some waste back there. <laughs> How are you? Are you're either getting better shirts or getting getting buff? Oh, interesting. I didn't know where that turn was gonna lead. Where do you think it was? <laughs> where else would it go? I don't know. 
<laughs> You're either getting better shirts or uh, I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I just, uh, I think I'm wearing less layers. You know, it's hot back here. That's it? You're not exercising? I, I do go for a jog at least once a week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't know if, if I said this on the podcast, but I got these running shoes that are especially padded where mm-hmm. I just have to put my foot down and it, you know, bounces. Yeah. Bounces. So it's literally made out of like flubber. So I'm just like <laughs> bouncing around in the park. You're jumping over buildings. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing basketball with Robin Williams. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you, so that and the fasting, I think you just look great. You look like yeah. you're in better shape. Yeah, so before I didn't do any exercise, just fasted. Now I fast and I exercise. Mm-hmm. A little bit improvement here, but I, I tweeted this, and this is true. Uh, I had uh, Burger King last night, 10 p.m. Yeah. I woke up feeling like I just had 12 beers. <laughs> like It was such a shock to my system. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't sleep either. I was rolling yeah. around. I was all hyped up on the salt. You had a the... whopper of a hangover. <laughs> I had a whopper with a side of sad. <laughs> <laughs> dip that in ketchup and and uh, tip your king. But the, oh uh, man, yeah, so... you were chicken fried. <laughs> I was. <laughs> remember the remember chicken fries? I think they still make them. I, really? Are they still? Maybe it's seasonal, but maybe they they, co- there is seasoning on it. They, do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember when they first came out. I I was highly disturbed because I was like, chicken isn't supposed to look like this. But right, neither are nuggets. Yeah, I was gonna say there's That's, a lot of things that chicken's not supposed to look like. Not supposed to look like dinosaurs either. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> the the bird is, but not the nugget. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I once I got over that, the chicken fries are pretty good. They're easy to eat in the car. Yes. Yes. Which is you know I every, anytime I eat chicken nuggets in the car or any sandwich or anything, it's all over the place <laughs> and the seat looks like a you know the a buffet basket. <laughs> it's like a salad bar. There's like lettuce and a tomato. And <laughs> a, a sandwich is a horrible car meal. Yeah, but when you're driving, you know, or I'm I'm just eat I I or get it and I eat it in the car and then I'm like that was pretty good. I get up and I look down. Well, like a burger, I know a burger, I guess you could put it under sandwich, but like a uh, burger is good in in the car because it's like compressed. Right. But like if you look at like a deli sub sandwich, there's air between each uh ingredient and the and the bread. You know how it's like one bite and it's all all over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because your force of your mouth coming down pushes out everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. The meat's shooting out the butt of the sandwich, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Like explosions follow the path of the least resistance. That's why. Uh, oh. Uh, something with exploding grenades. You're supposed to like. In in our this is a uh, full. Dis- this is a weird memory lane. You but... you ate a lot of Burger King, and you're an exploding grenade. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's poison gas, <laughs> like the sauce. Yeah, it's World War One. Literally mustard gas. <laughs> Eat a, mus- a lot of ketchup, mustard. Ketchup and mustard. Honey gas. mustard gas. <laughs> Chicken fries. Um. Yeah, in ROTC, they would. Uh, we did this exercise where we had to like fake search each other. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, pat downs. Well, like, say you killed somebody on the in the battlefield. Sure, you get to like look through their pockets. That's like oh, a big you had to lay there and be searched. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes uh, the the instructor would yell out, "They got a grenade!" And what you're supposed to do is roll them over and just sit on them. And I guess what? when the grenade goes off, it just goes either side of them instead of going through them in, into you. So Wow. That's like what it's like when I eat Burger King. Um, you found a coupon in the guy you killed in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'd be in this lesson where <laughs> we'd be in the back of the school where we're like sitting on each other and some guys yelling out explosion. People looking down the window must have been like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> oh man amazing how long were you in rotc i uh it's funny like i think like the i was supposed to be in there freshman year but i think i slept through the first <laughs> thing or whatever so it was like second semester of freshman year to like the last semester of junior year when they were like you're not physically fit enough <laughs> you weren't fasting back then <laughs> yeah i wasn't i wasn't fast either <laughs> You didn't have that one jog a week. <laughs> That's or, right. Or the flubber shoes. <laughs> I needed both. <laughs> um, all right. So I feel like we didn't get in enough topics last week, so I was thinking about maybe opening with one. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I freaking left my phone over there. <laughs> Wait, I have my laptop. Oh, awesome. Yeah, pull that out. Yeah. Wow, that's a big stretch. Because I kept look. I don't know if you realize I kept looking over there because I realized I left it over there. I did notice that you made zero eye contact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now I know you have a laptop. My shoulders, I thought you were having my P- shoulders are relaxed. I think we're. Yeah, I think we're having PTSD about the Whopper. Actually, I realize I'm not even sitting in this chair properly. Uh, and it, so let's uh get into one here. Okay, this is from just now or last week? Uh, I'll do one from just now just because it's at the top. Okay, that's good. Uh, we wow, have you look like a professional DJ or something. You got the headphones, mic stand. And, and- it goes a little something <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, we have, I think, a two for one here with two from two, two different people, but it's about the same topic. Interesting, okay. All right, so... Uh, Joe Ford tweeted, uh, waiting to hear back about a comedy festival I submitted for, also sending videos to bookers and just waiting for a reply that may never come. And Steve Katz uh, wrote, figuring figuring out how or who to ask to get booked. All right. Well, this is, yeah, intertwined. It's all comedy related. If you guys are comedy fans out there, it's a little behind the curtain you have to get used to rejection. That's it. You have oh, to re- yeah. you get to re- you have to get used to silence. You have to get used to no. You have to get used to having silence following up and then get told you're terrible because they right. don't want to tell you at first. Right. And you know, you just got to not let it bother you and you got to keep going until you're good, at, you know. Like I would hear these podcasts when I first started comedy where it said be undeniable and you won't be denied and I said and I thought like that doesn't make any sense. Right. Does that string of words make sense to you? I think undeniable, but now they do. I'm just, you know, I'm just hypothetically. I think the problem that that string of words doesn't make sense, but <laughs> uh, often, like a lot of sentences said on here on the podcast. Right. But no, yeah, I know. Uh, I think what I'm realizing, and you know, you and I have been doing it the same amount of time, which is uh, eight years, and it's not very long uh, in the grand scheme of how long people have been doing comedy. Yeah. 
I guess it's long in the terms of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like an eight-year-old boy. That's old. <laughs> I mean. Well, yeah, he can drive. He can drink. <laughs> uh, he's not a baby. He's no, like a, no, yeah. You know, he can. He can eat dino nuggets. <laughs> yeah, he can make his own food. Uh, but <laughs> I'm realizing things are cliche uh, because they're. Some things are cliche because they're true. Like, uh, just focus on what you can control. Uh, have fun on, on stage. That's all you should worry about, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is important to have fun on stage because if you're just focused on your jokes, you look like uh, you, you look horrible. Uh, yeah. yeah, or focused on getting booked again. You're not going to have as much fun, which is someone they want to book. Right, right. They want to have a fun, funny person. Yeah, funny. It's a big, big part of comedy, yeah. Yeah. Big, so- being funny. <laughs> So I think uh, as far as the festival thing, unfortunately, the best advice I can give is get used to it because I, you and I both get rejected multiple times a year. But I get rejected less now than I used to. Right. I get I used to get rejected for everything. Yes. Even, even the worst possible yeah. show you could imagine. Imagine just the worst show. It was in a hostile basement where people are making spaghetti and you have to perform. Right. And the guy was like, uh, yeah, I'll put you on the list to perform, maybe. And he never got me, got me on. Right. That's it, the worst show ever. And I couldn't get on it. Uh, yeah, there, all that happens is the rejections get less. That's all that... Yeah. But then you try to go after... By the time you get your rejections are getting less, you're trying to get bigger things, so your rejections almost stay the same. <laughs> That's true. It's a it's a balance of rejection, but the rejection is less painful because it is a more important thing. And yeah, not, and it is normal. It's not you're not special if you get rejected. But then you look back, like I look back when I asked these people to get on shows, and I was and I would be like, I wouldn't book me either. I was right. I was horrible. It's a miracle I got booked. Right. I I couldn't. I had no, I, I'd do speaking in front of people for, for eight months. I didn't know. Right. I had no business being in front of anybody. So. Yeah. And worrying about who to ask to get booked, I would, I would just worry about killing and then those people will see you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and figure out other ways to get on stage that aren't, um, talent related. Cause there are some places where you do you things. You can bark. You can uh, do the social media for the show or photography. Yeah, make flyers. I mean, there's other ways to get booked. And uh, I mean, they're not the most classic ways, but if you're horrible, it's a way to get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you guys are no. horrible. Horrible meaning uh, you're learning. You're learning, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I did. I, I, I yeah. talked about it before. I spoke, I barked. I stood in front of the comedy club and said, free comedy show, free comedy show. And I never spoken to anybody before, so right. it was it was good practice to talk to people. And it helps with yeah, exactly. It helps with your social anxiety. <laughs> helps with social anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so that was a good one. To open up with wasn't. Uh, I guess they're just uh, asking for comedy advice, but I've, do we I've, have like a mental I've health an, one? Yeah, that's good. One. Uh, James uh, J. Uh, Van Winkle to. 2112. Oh, maybe a Rush fan. I hope so. Uh, Sam J, 2112? James J. Oh. Uh, Van Winkle might be related to Ronnie. Uh, but Or um, uh, Rip. <laughs> uh, feeling intense pressure from my family and shame and judgment about my future. Man, these are like uh, bad fortune cookies. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it does say here 1437. <laughs> 62 and 83. <laughs> Imagine you open a fortune cookie and said that. My parents, your parents will. Your parents are worried about your future. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my God. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm no. not hungry anymore. But on all serious, uh, Mr. or Miss Van Winkle. Who is it? Mr. Mr. G- Van Winkle. Yeah, 2112. Uh, well, you got great taste in music. Yeah. That was the album that pulled Rush out of the rut. Yes. They almost got their record, almost dropped them, or record company. Because we just saw that documentary. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's a form of love, the pressure of, hey, we want to make sure you're okay. We want to make sure that you're, you know, on your way to be able to take care of yourself money-wise and maybe home-wise. You know, well, it's, it's amazing that the bar is pretty low out there. All you have to do is... I mean, all my parents wanted me to do was make enough where I paid my rent and, yeah. did, and stopped asking them for money. Yes. So I feel like once I did that, they kind of like were okay with me doing anything. Yeah. You can have your the things that make you happy if it's not your job. And, and just, as long as you have a job and are having money come in, I think that's what will stop a lot of family members. Yeah. And Mr. Van Winkle, I don't know how old you are, but I mean, I, haven't, I didn't figure myself out until I was 30. He so. might be 2,112 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So there you have time, you know, <laughs> there's no, there's no deadline to figuring out your future. You can yeah. literally. And if it's about relationships, uh, I mean, it's the same, like, just, I don't know, like, I don't know what the certain pressure you're getting from your family is, but, uh, unfortunately it is, it's frustrating to say this, but it is because they love you. Uh, so I would just say, Hey, I'm human. I'm working on it kind of thing. Yeah. Back off. They're just worried <laughs> about you. That's it. Yeah. They're not, I don't think. They're, they're losing sleep over this, but maybe they are. Yes. Um, all right, everyone. So let's move on to more lighter topics involving us. Yeah, let's do getting us, and we'll get back to you guys. Yeah, we'll get back to you guys after I, uh, handling some other things. I like this little format, though. Maybe a little bit up top and us in the middle. Well, I got to give credit. Dr. Deb recommended this uh, former uh, therapist. Dr. Deb's great. She talked to me on the phone, was like, you know, you guys rush the, the topics. Why don't you bring them up in the beginning? I'm like, all right, let's, let's try it out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she brought that up at the end of another conversation that I was having with somebody else. <laughs> she, she messaged me that. Oh, nice. And I had to, that was a joke, I don't know. Oh, I got you, it was rushed at the end. It was rushed at the end, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But the, um, sorry everybody. Maybe you were talking to her husband. I know you know him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that mystery man. Um, the mystery uh, <laughs> Patreon subscriber, <laughs> Patreon subscriber is fan of football. Uh, whoever he is. All right, so this week, all right, let's reverse back. When did I see you last in person? We I saw you at QED. On... We did the show. Oh, the QED, but we did that show together that we talked about last episode. Yeah. So when did I see you at QED though? That was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. So Wednesday I saw you and you were wearing these glasses I'd never seen before. Yes. I uh I had like these contact issues. I've been meaning to bring this up on the podcast. I'll make it really quick. Okay. I when I did the run of shows in Georgia and Tennessee, I left my glasses at my aunt's house in <laughs> Georgia. Oh. So I've been without glasses and just wearing contacts. For people with contacts, that's a pain because and you have to keep them in longer, and it starts to hurt. 
So that's what you're wearing now is contacts? I'm wearing contacts. You've known I wear contacts. I feel like this is a a remix of the Devil Goes Down to Georgia. I went down to Georgia and left my my contacts there. Uh, My my glasses. I left my glasses at my aunt's house. (laughs) (laughs) She called me up and I didn't answer. (laughs) I couldn't see what the caller ID was. (laughs) Said she'd mail them to me, <laughs> but I got some glasses from Warby. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, Warby Parker. So that's what you were wearing. Yeah, new glasses. So the w- glasses you were wearing. You said you were wearing Caitlyn's. No, I said on stage because this happened a couple of times. We we have two contact cases in our bathroom, same color. They look exactly the same. And a couple of times, Caitlyn's put my contacts in, taking them out and put them back, and put hers on. And then she left for... It just by accident? Yeah. Uh, you know, just to see how the world looks in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you never know a man's journey until you spend a... That sounds like a Johnny Cash song. I don't... Even <laughs> the way you start it. You know, you don't even know how man... <laughs> well, what's that? Uh, where the moccasins for a moon's journey? You don't know... I know what you're talking about, you but the, you walk it's a, boiled down to until you walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Oh, it's my, my, there's nothing about the moon, right? That no, but Moccasin is in there, I think. Okay, maybe that's why it's confusing me. So you never know another man's journey until you spend a mile in their uh, eyeballs. <laughs> what, are you moccasin me? Uh, Staying at contact. What's up with the the flags? Flag, flag football. <laughs> uh, Dr. Deb's husband would know. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Uh anyways, um uh oh yeah, so I bu- I had to buy new glasses and uh, those were them cuz Caitlin I thought had worn my contacts but for some reason my my contacts just needed to be tossed and used new ones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, going back to my story, saw you in your glasses and I thought I never seen you in glasses before yeah. outside. So yeah. I'm like, do I need those cuz you're wearing them? I had this monkey see, monkey want to see better. <laughs> oh, that's that's the clip. <laughs> uh, all oh, right. Man. So I um I was, you know, when you get something in your head, you know, like when, when somebody's like, oh, there's ticks around these woods, you start yeah. going like, oh. You think, yeah. you think ticks are in your head? Right. So I saw you in your glasses, and I started thinking my eyes were yeah, bad. Yeah, you started squinting. Yeah. <laughs> Look like you're doing an impression of a mole. Yeah, I was like looking at my computer, and I'm like, Ugh, I can't see anything. <laughs> All that had changed is I saw you in glasses, but... Man, I didn't know that influenced you. So you, Because here's what I... The way you are now is how I saw you that day. You didn't... I didn't tell you, like, you maybe publicly, I need glasses. Maybe I told somebody else there. You didn't publicly freak out once. I didn't freak out, but I, I just put the idea in my head. You know, well, the yeah, inception. Yeah, you didn't open up about this. No, yeah. So, and that, plus I didn't really realize the idea was in my head, and I didn't start freaking out until I was at home on my computer, <laughs> and I thought I couldn't see... And then Maddie was like, your computer's over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at a window. Yeah, you're typing on the window. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, literally, Windows. <laughs> Windows 2. <laughs> Windows 0, but 1. Windows open, because the window was open. <laughs> you're like, let me minimize this. 
<laughs> Close window. <laughs> Hit X. The um, I got a virus. Somebody coughed outside. <laughs> yeah, your virus makes your apartment smell like <laughs> spaghetti. I wish. Um, so I uh, had to like figure out. I have insurance, and I know I had vision. So I had to like look all that up. I never pulled up the vision and I was like, this thing's probably a piece of crap. Vision right. crap. Print it. I call like there, there's literally no contact. I, 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 uh, call the, I didn't have contacts either. <laughs> I want a contacts. <laughs> I left a message. Finally, I had to like look at myself and all I had to do was like go to the insurance company's website, literally put in my name and mm-hmm. they're like, here's your thing. I'm like, wow. Well, I had to put my social security right, number right. too, but. I'm like, that's pretty easy mm-hmm. for the giving up your privacy. You can yeah. get an insurance card knowing nothing else except about things about you. Yeah. So I printed that, or actually, I take. I don't have a printer. I took a photo of it, took it over. Uh, I um I I remember I used to live by this place, and it was called Astoria Eye Care, mm-hmm. and it looked cool. Like it had like, uh, there was like a shutter next to it, mm-hmm. like like a shuttered business, and and they they hired a graffiti artist to draw like the eye chart on this shutter. Oh, that's cool. In graffiti, and I was like, yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. It's called a story eye care, mm-hmm. and I think like the, above the door there was glasses or something else cool and artsy. Mm-hmm. Not, knowing nothing about the place, right. other than I like the design. You looked up zero reviews. Looked up zero reviews. I knew it was an Astoria, and I think I might have typed Astoria optometrist. Nothing else came up. So I, I look up this place on the Google Maps. Nothing's there. And I'm like, oh, God, they didn't survive the pandemic. Search Astoria Optometrist. Astoria Eye Care comes up, but they moved. Now they're they're uh, deeper in Astoria. Okay. This was like on the edge. Yeah. Details aside, I go, I call them, and they said, you can come on in today. Mm-hmm. So I take my photo of my insurance card, take my eyes. I take Maddie because <laughs> I, might, I might need... Uh, I might need glasses, and they change your whole face, you know? Like, right. How long did you spend looking for glasses? Here's what I think you're saying that you did the same thing I did. I go, Kate, I need, I need new glasses. She's like, all right, let's go. And oh, she, she just volunteered right away? Yeah, she know, because I'm all about, can I see? But she's like, you got to look like a human. So she picked the glasses that people seem to like. You? She picked those completely? Yeah. You, I well, she gave me choice. Like she was like, "These look good on you," and I'm like, "I'm not uh, a watchmaker. Those stink." Uh, are they like the round ones? Yeah, that yeah, look like, look like the Tootsie Roll Owl. <laughs> yeah, are the guy on Buzz from Jeopardy? Yeah, there was one that looked like it's where the guy doesn't really need glasses, but he needs to pick the lock, so he has <laughs> he has the rims to. <laughs> There was so many bad glasses. There was ones that made me look like uh, the dad from Schitt's Creek. So, all, you know, those thick glasses. Oh, the nerd ones? Yeah. Uh, from so, Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, Eugene Levy. That's, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, he's in, like, every movie we reference. But uh, That's true. And uh, Quality actor. He's so good. But uh, then she found the, picked these, and I'm like, oh, these are them. And those are the ones I ended up with. So These I, are them? Them are those? Yeah. These are my eyes. So you brought your eyes. You brought Maddie. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we get there, and there was a couple things I wanted to say. So, oh yeah, okay. So they they uh, they're like it's gonna be like maybe a half hour. So we're just looking at all the glasses. We put them on, laugh, put them back, you know. And then yeah. the guy comes up and he's like, 
you, you can't do that. We're like, huh? They're like, <laughs> you have to, we have to clean those. <laughs> he was like yelling at us. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. There's a pandemic. I know. I forgot. I'm I'm in like, you know, 2019. Yeah, you're like in a montage when you're on a first date with the girl in the rom-com. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in 2019 sunglasses hut. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, the, woke up this morning. <laughs> it's Man. like uh, in Wonder Woman 1984 when he comes out with different outfits for no reason but god that uh i'm coming out with uh with the glasses the watchmaker glasses <laughs> yeah, the clear yeah. frames that you know oh this explains your instagram photo oh yeah well that's later okay but Keep going that those are, i don't even know what that was he put those on me those, mm-hmm. those are like professional glasses <laughs> Or whatever. I mean, like the the oh, a professional robot. Well, I'll get into it. Well, I can just. I, I guess that's not a part of the story, but that is. Uh, okay, I'll get into it later. Okay, I'll explain that that picture later. No it's worries. on my Instagram, everybody. Andrew Chavone Instagram. Uh, so <laughs> he he asked the queen every single pair he of needs glasses. To clean every single pair of glasses. We touched them all and laughed at them all. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's like a price chart. He gave us a tray to put the used ones in now, but then there's a price chart there. They're all pretty expensive, but I'm like, it's your face. I don't know. Yeah. So the guy called the optometrist comes out, brings brings us back. We're um I you know, I sit in front of the thing, the the glasses thing where he, he goes one, two. Yeah. And uh and I'm like he's like, better one or two. And I'm like, they look the same, and he's like Okay, now how about these three or four? And I'm like, I guess three. I'm like freaking out because I'm like, I think there's been stand-up jokes about it. But if I Regan, Regan has that. He's... <laughs> That's it's he like does. one of his most famous bits, where the guy gets mad at him. He's like, you like it better like one or like two? And he's like, oh, they're both the same. Well, why would I waste my time and yours? <laughs> I'm not gonna do the bit justice. Oh my God, that's so true and so similar. So he's, he just takes off the glasses and just holds a pen in front of my face and goes, are there one or two? <laughs> or I'll stab you. And I say, it's like one and a half because it's like kind of, and, he, and then he just says, one and a half, focus. <laughs> focus on the pen. And, I, and my eyes cross. I'm like, it's one. <laughs> so then he, he does more things and then he goes, Listen, you uh, have ADD. <laughs> yeah, you, you have bigger issues than eyes. He says. <laughs> he goes. Uh, he goes. Um, listen, you. Uh, the thing. Oh, and then he puts those gl- glasses on me mm-hmm. that uh, I put on my Instagram, and he's like, "How do they look? Or how do you see out of them? How do they look when you put them on?" And I go, "They look foggy." And he's like, "Well, that's because you're wearing your mask." Because I was wearing the the Corona mask. God, this is like an Abbott and Costello bit. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave. You take off the mask." And uh, I'm like, "Okay, great." So <laughs> I'm gonna leave because we need the whole staff to clean all the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to hire a contractor. <laughs> we called some people in. <laughs> so um, as soon as he leaves, I take the selfie with him, and I'm like, "This is this <laughs> is look at this." Manny laughs. laughs. Uh, and then, um, 
he comes back in. I'm like, these look great. I think I want these. And he says, okay, listen, these are the weakest. <laughs> this is the weakest prescription we possibly can give you. This is beyond weak. Right. He says, you can either, my advice to you, I'm telling you, you don't need glasses. And he asked me about my day and how I like look at screens all day. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, what you should do is come back in six months. In six months, you should take you should you should take breaks from looking at the screen. Every mm-hmm. thirty minutes, you should look out away from the screen for like thirty seconds. You think you can do that? And I said, and I I honestly said, just give me the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I am too much on screens. Oh, to, uh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> and he goes, all right. So you have glasses now? I put in the order. And then, so let me jump around. So I'm jumping to, we finally picked a pair of glasses we all, we, me and Maddie both agree on. And I'm like, I don't even see these on the price chart they gave us in the tray to put mm-hmm. the dirty ones in. <laughs> I think these are going to be really expensive. And then the guy goes, Oh yeah, these are the ones that the insurance covers for free because they're just ugly. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Even the watchmakers are turning them down. <laughs> so, free glasses. Wow. And the guy was like, "You have really good insurance," and I'm like, "This is the first I've ever heard. This is the <laughs> first time I've ever heard these words coming out of somebody's mouth." <laughs> yeah, I'm in debt for every other doctor's appointment. <laughs> Literally every doctor's appointment. Every time I have to get. My medical stinks, but I guess the eyes are good. Yeah. I, but I don't know. I see. I see. I see clearly now. The rain's gone. <laughs> so got the gla- they, they, I pick them up in two weeks. So I'm thinking I'll just wear those. I'm. I, I, what 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 intrigued me about the glasses is I could put them on, do work, take them off, do comedy, and I don't have like a subconscious Clark Kent thing going oh, on. Oh yeah. Where I where glasses on means business. Yeah, yeah. Glasses off, funny. Funny. <laughs> no business. Yeah, monkey business. Monkey business. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's great. That's what I do. You put them on to focus and then take them off to relax. Well, uh, I wear contacts when I don't have my glasses on. Uh, so, uh, I already. Oh, so they these the glasses are on because. Uh, it makes rests my eyes from contacts. Like at a certain point, your eyes get dry from contacts. Yeah, I've seen um, the Ben Stein commercial. <laughs> Do you have dry eyes? And he like cleans the beach ball. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Forgot about that. I was like, what? <laughs> this sounds horrible. Contacts seem horrifying. You, <laughs> you feel like a beach ball that's been out <laughs> in the beach. That's how you feel. <laughs> no, just when you've had them on all day. Yeah, right. Um, so. Yeah, so I'm glasses until I leave the door to do comedy. Interesting. So I have a part two of this story. Okay. So I'm getting evaluated by the doctor in the in the thing where I'm giggling and, you mm-hmm. know, he's shoving the pen in my face. <laughs> and then he starts, like, once he gets over the the serious stuff he kind of becomes like jovial or whatever loose looser yeah he relaxes now that i'm giving him an easier time or whatever (laughs) and he he he, his cadence starts sounding familiar to me he goes you know what are you up to this weekend blah 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 
And I'm like, this guy is like a comedian's cadence. He's he sounds right. he sounds like Mark Normand. Uh huh. He goes, ah, boo, 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 I don't know boo. anybody that sounds like him. I don't know me either, especially not in this room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like bothering me so much. I'm like, no one can nat- naturally sound like this guy. You know, you have to be a comedian or listen to podcasts. So he asked me what I'm doing this weekend, and I, and I just say. I'm going to a comedy show, mm-hmm. trying to judge his reaction. He goes, oh, fun. Oh. And I, and I go, is that something you like? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I go, who do you like? I go, who do you like? And the first name he names is Adrian Appalucci. Oh. Which I'm like, wow, that's a deep cut in the comedy world. Yes. And I'm like, how did you hear of her? And he goes, I love comedy podcasts. <laughs> and I'm like, I knew it. And I go, do you like Tuesdays with stories? And he goes, with Mark Norman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he said Joe List? Joe List. <laughs> well, yeah, he also mentioned Joe because I said, uh, I said, oh, you like Tuesdays with stories? Joe lives in this neighborhood. And he goes, I know. I saw him walking. He's so tall. <laughs> and I go, and he goes, uh, he goes, do you know who I saw the other day? And he, his voice gets all low. And I'm like, who? Like a celebrity or what? Yeah. Louis C.K. or something? And he goes, Chris Scopo. (laughs) We referenced him recently. I had ice cream with him last week. (laughs) And I told him, I said, I just got ice cream with that guy. And he goes, no way. You with him? Did I tell you that I was doing shows in D.C. and I had a heckler that yelled, do you know Chris Scopo? Oh, my God. Did we talk about that? I think we did. It's been a bit. But I saw Chris recently, and I was like, hey, do you have any? And he's like, I know all about it. Oh, the person told him? Yeah, the person told him. Isn't that crazy? Maybe Chris Scopo is more famous than we think. Is Chris the most famous comedian (laughs) in the world? (laughs) And then he goes... I'm like, really? He said, yeah, he was just walking his dog. He's taller than I thought he would be. I'm like, no. How, how sh- short is this optometrist? <laughs> he's got, this optometrist needs glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the guy was immediately like, like as soon as I told him I knew Chris Scopo, he was like, I got the different treatment. Yeah, he's I, like, I'm going to give you two pairs of glasses. I'm, I'm going to make you look at a pen and, and not yell at you. Should <laughs> <laughs> have told him, hey, do you know that Brian Regan bit? <laughs> he probably does. He was probably doing it to you. <laughs> he, Yeah, he, I bet he was. Yeah, I bet he loves Brian and that. Man, I didn't even think of name drop Brian Regan. His, it, but uh, Chris Scopo. Well, I mean, the guy's <laughs> flipping out over Chris Scopo. <laughs> no offense to Chris. But I'm like, man, if we... Uh, we got to get Chris Scopo on the podcast. We got to bring Chris... I'm like thinking I'll either walk in with Chris Scopo or if ever I see Joe List in the same area, if I bring Joe List in, this guy's eyes are going to pop out of his head. He's going to drop your glasses. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, we just talked about him on the the yeah. bonus too yeah. because the roast yes. that I did. He he was the first act. Yeah, uh, wow, that's so crazy. How Small int- world, man. Um, yeah, he just went through a breakup too. He was telling me about it. I don't know. That's why when we went to get ice cream because he doesn't drink. So, oh, so you're like, yeah, let's get a couple of scoops. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> what do you, how do you commiserate a guy who doesn't drink? You, you, uh, you want to toss back a pint? <laughs> how about a couple of cones? <laughs> a couple of cones with the bros. <laughs> wow. Found this guy at the bottom of a haagen <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's getting chunky monkey in here. <laughs> Uh, you um, don't worry. It's not all cookies and cream. <laughs> don't worry. One day you'll be a chubby hubby <laughs> <laughs> or a chunky monkey. <laughs> I said chunky monkey. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, put, let's uh, put it in my head. Oh, this is where we banana split. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pistachio. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Do you like that? All right, let's get back on moose tracks. <laughs> It's been a rocky road so far. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Fish food. Um. Anyways, is that a, is that's that a flavor. That's what Jeff would get all the time. Ew. Was it flaky? No, it was... I don't understand why it was called that, but it was... Is it goldfish? No, I don't remember. Oh. It was... Uh, you just get a... F- uh, but it's Ben and Jerry's, right? Yeah, I'd imagine so. I think they were just running out of names because, like, Ben and Jerry's has like the one all the names that are gross, you know, like Chunky Monkey. If if your deli was like, "Hey, what do you got?" Oh, Chunky Monkey, and you didn't know Ben and Jerry's, you'd be like, "That sounds disgusting." What's... But Ben and Jerry's gets away with it. What are you? Uh, what are you doing? I'm looking up fish. Food. Oh, gotcha. Fish food has caramel. Mm. And chocolate, and it's spelled like the band fish. Oh, P-H. Yes. Yeah, okay. caramel and chocolate. Oh, chocolate f- goldfish. Oh, interesting. Does it usually uh, go on for too long? And <laughs> It's a jam snack. <laughs> <laughs> You know, our mutual friend Tobin, he told me he listens to their live shows. Yeah, he goes and sees them all the time. And Eric, the tour manager of Regan, knows the woman that's like their accountant. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a weird reference. So he tells me all these fish stories. It's pretty cool. From the accountant? Yeah. And their tax this year. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen the write-off. What is the accountant doing? I think they tra- she like <laughs> the traveling accountant. Tra- tra- maybe not accountant, but like finance, like something with money on the road. So she's traveling with them. Maybe she's their purchaser or something. I don't know. There's so many. When you think a tour is just three people, a band is like forty-seven. I mean, they're playing at Mass Square Garden. Yeah, twelve yeah. or thirteen nights. They, well, I guess thirteen. They did that Baker's Dozen thing. Yeah, that is a lot of money. Yeah. The, to sell out Massa Square Garden once is a ton of money. That's yeah. like a million, over a million dollars. Yeah. To sell it out 13 times, that's $13 million in a week for just messing around on stage. I mean, that's what we do, but yeah. we don't get paid millions. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, oh, so Tobin, I was like, what are you listening to? I looked at his phone. It just said like. Chris Scopo. No, it just, yeah, right. <laughs> No, it just said like Detroit, like 1995, and I'm like, huh? He's like, oh, it's a live show. Wow. He's just listening. Yeah, he's a big fan. He's a diehard. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I would I would listen to a song. I wouldn't listen to a date and a place. 
Oh, just the sounds of the city. <laughs> but don't worry, it's 20 years ago. You thought Detroit 1995 was good. Check out Detroit 1996. <laughs> that's when they really get... That's when they really rock. <laughs> that's when they really found their voice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to get into one here. All right. And then we got to get into topics, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, So I had to take Bowie to the vet. Oh, my gosh. Uh, She has this eye thing where her eye tears up. Okay. And it uh, looks like it stings her because she'll, like, do that blink that, you know, you were probably doing the optometrist. Is she watching the end of Forrest Gump when uh, the son says, uh, are you my daddy? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe she's just emotional. <laughs> uh, it's always during... Uh, is it, is she's watching the scene in Forrest Gump where he, he asks, uh, is, is he special too? <laughs> it's it's uh, always during SPCA uh, commercials. Uh, uh, is that... Uh, is that the, the pet ones, Arms of the Angel? Uh, yeah, it's either that or a or the uh, Brit, or the uh, Canadian uh, Baseball League. Okay, so either one are tragic, but... Um, uh, we were, uh, so I took her to the vet. Now during, I've had this, I've had Bowie since the pandemic. I got her in July of last year. Pandemic pet. Pandemic pet. Pe- pandemic. Uh, I got, every time I've taken her to the vet. Litter pan. <laughs> uh, Peter Pan. Uh, <laughs> every time I've taken her to the. She tinkerbells in the <laughs> litter box. <laughs> That was good. I didn't think it would never, never land. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were a lost boy. I was waiting for the Captain Hook. Um, uh, so uh, give this guy a hand. Uh, the crocodile ate it. Tick tock. Tick tock. So I take Bowie. Every time I've taken Bodie the vet since I've had her, the vet doesn't allow you in the building. Uh-huh. They just take the your animal and you wait outside. So I drive there, and uh, you should name your uh, cat Elvis. Elvis has entered the building. <laughs> I get uh, Bowie. Oh yeah. Uh, so I get there, and uh, there's no parking whatsoever, at all. And I'm like, I don't want to be late for the appointment because it's going to hold up my whole day. And uh, so I park in front of a hydrant. Oh god. And I do the flashers, and I'm like, I'm that's just, my move. And I'm like, I'm just dropping off. The cat. Oh, they're gonna. They're not gonna have me come in the building, and I call. They have you call, and then they uh, come out. I call, and they're. I'm like, hey, I'm here for Bowie's appointment, and they're like, great. We'll buzz you in, and I'm like, uh, and I go in. Oh my god. And they're like, hey, do you have a mask? And I had my mask in the car because I. That's didn't, a good reason to go back. I go back, just grab the mask because I still had to bring the cat to them. I would have been like. Hey, I got to pull this around. I mean, I would have, I would have just said I had a trouble finding the mask, but I would have been parking the car. I said that I might get. Oh, I, might, I have trouble finding my mask. They're like, well, come back when you have one. So I just ran to the car and came back with it, and uh, bring the, give them the cat, and they're like, I go to like hand them the cat, and they're like, well, the technician will be out in a second, and I'm like. Huh? Technician. And they're like, what is this? Uh, auto repair? Like their nurse. I, I think they had the oil leak in her eye. But yeah, uh, you got to change like bulbs. <laughs> bulbs. Balls. Eyeballs. Balls. Eye bulbs. Uh, so uh, then they take me into the room, 
and they had me. They're like, "Have a seat." Like, I it's my appointment. Have a seat. What is this, Chris Hansen? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? So we've noticed you've been messaging the vet. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this cat? You said you were having troubles with your kitty. Care to explain? <laughs> Do you mind explaining why you brought booze and uh, cookies and treats? That's now, it. what is this about fish food? <laughs> uh, <laughs> where were you dis- in Detroit, nineteen ninety-five? <laughs> were you rocking or rolling? <laughs> so I, I'm like sitting there, going, "Oh my god, the car!" And also, I've got my cat in this bag. Cat's in the bag still. Uh, Don't let it out. Uh, well, she and she's like being super good, which like an animal in a bag can only last so long before it starts crying. This is like that travel bag with the mesh. Yes, and not a grocery bag or something. <laughs> oh, grocery. maybe that. Yeah, it said uh, it said ice on the side. Uh, uh, that makes sense. But uh, anyways, oh, ice bag. Yeah, like oh. an ice bag at a grocery store. But uh, I thought you were thinking of the immigration committee. Oh. I was like, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, the, I was like, they have the, a store. The the nurse comes in, and is asking me questions, and I'm like, I just answer them all, and they're like, all right, the vet will be with you shortly, and I'm like, oh my god, the car is in front of the hydrant. What neighborhood are you in? Uh, Crown Heights. Oh yeah. Well, and, it's a little better than up here. Better than up here for sure. And then the vet comes in. And it's like, all right, uh, let's get started. And does all the pet stuff with me in the room. I Even when I, before pandemic, when I had pets, they never had you in the room when they did all the stuff. So how did that feel? I know you had the anxiety of the car being outside, but did it feel like you were a parent? The watching? car went away as soon as, as this happened. You felt like a dad? I immediately went to dad mode. And I'm like, wait, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we're just going to give her some shots. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then they hold her down, and I immediately was like fighting the urge to get up. You were like, is that Pfizer or Moderna? (laughs) (laughs) And they give her – I thought they were going to shoot it into her mouth because some medicine they can do that. those liquid things. Yeah. And then they hold Bowie down, and I'm like, oh, my God. And Bowie starts crying, and it was ah! the loudest cries I've ever heard her do. And I'm just, like, dying. And they give her it's one. It's worse that you're there. It's you don't so need to be there. I don't need to be there. It's traumatizing for both of you guys. Because she's like, Daddy, help. Yeah, it was so, oh, God. It, they give her the first shot, and I'm like, okay, it's over. And they're like, all right, let's do this other one. And then The they, other one. Yeah, and it's like a giant needle. It looks like the needle for when they're fundraising. Uh, <laughs> fundraising what? When they do the, the color. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I think that's a thermometer. Oh, damn it. But anyways. Uh, well, I guess it's a needle, too. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, raising money for Mercury. Uh, <laughs> Freddie. Uh, so they, they do, they're like, all right, this second shot's going to be hard. She's like mad at us for the first one. Yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Why would she be delighted? So they're like, let's do the towel thing. Uh-huh. And they put the towel over her head. Okay. And uh, start asking her, you know, for the information. And uh, do- doing a car battery to her nipples. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Torturing joke. The, the, uh, the Gitmo strategy. Yeah. But they put a towel over her head and she keeps knocking it off. And they're like, all right, I guess we'll do burrito. And 
We're, That's a medical term? I guess it is. They were like, well, wrap your cat in a towel burrito. And and then I think at one point they were like, all right, which kind like burrito? Should we do this burrito or that? Should we do the burrito or the chimichanga? Yeah. Should, we, maybe we could do a uh, quesadilla uh, <laughs> and flatten the cat out. And uh, it's taking forever, and the cat's screaming, and it was killing me. And then they do it, and then they just they are like, all right. And then they have a good day. So they put the ne- they wrap it the burrito they put the needle in like her butt or something like I don't even know the towel was over the cat they put the needle through the towel or no uh, under oh. the towel but I was ho- I was worried they were gonna do the whole time it was like a hidden camera magician show and they were gonna lift the towel and it's an alligator that'd be fun <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, they give me the cat and they're like all right just wait out front to be uh, billed. Ugh. And now I'm waiting for an expensive charge while potentially having a, another expensive charge around the corner. Those tickets, if you don't know, $115. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. In <laughs> so, New York City. Uh, and then uh, I get the, I pay them, and I sprint to the car, and there was a truck <sighs> blocking all sight of my car in front of the hydrant. Okay. So you couldn't see that my car was blocking the hydrant because this delivery truck was parked there. Oh. So no one gave me a ticket, and I was fine. Interesting. That's cool. It was amazing. That's a happy ending. I love the not getting the ticket. To me, that's like gambling. You know, like, yeah. you know, I'm like wagering. Like I was like, Kitty needs a new Vax. It's like the reverse. It's the reverse gambling because you gain, like in New York City. Oh, yeah, you keep the money. <laughs> You keep like a dollar because you save money from not. Sometimes I'll pull into the meter spot to run in, and then that's like wagering a dollar. I save a dollar, or and I'm wagering like a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like so dumb, right? Just put in the the dollar. But sometimes you're running so late, you don't have time. Like that Halloween costume that you talked about here years ago. Then I got the ticket. And yeah, I, so dumb. <laughs> and I think I messed up the meter. I think the meter went out. On yeah, that one. or I don't know. But okay. I have like a, a hydrant story that just reminded me of. Sure. Same thing. I had to go to a doctor's appointment and I'm like circling the block and there's nothing. And then I see a, a car pull out and I'm like, thank God. I pull into that spot and it's like middle of December. It's like snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I, <laughs> I go to the doctor. I come out, ticket on the windshield, pissed. <laughs> And I see that the city just came and shoveled the street and uncovered a hydrant that was next to the s- oh. to the car. There was a hydrant covered in snow. Oh my god! And they dug it out, and then I got a ticket, and I and I appealed it or whatever. You can do that on the website. And I said there was snow, and then they dug it out, and then there's that's not fair. And then the, the they write like this decision that's like a, a paragraph long, and it said there's still a hydrant there. Doesn't matter if it snowed. Crap. Crap. That snow blows. I know. Uh should we get in the Let's do it. The f- topics here. Um so these are some that we didn't get to last week and then some from this week. All right. Let me just check the time. Oh my goodness. All right. Going over? No, no, we're good. Okay. Uh Sean uh at, uh, at Dean sucks. Oh yeah, uh, having to go. He ba- subscribed to us on YouTube. Oh wow! Thank you, Sean. Uh, having to go back into the office after working from home for so long. 
That's mm. it? That's the topic? Yes. Yeah, man. You, you're like a cut. It's so weird. Uh, and I think we talked about this on all our pandemic episodes. The elastic snap around this whole year has been of just weird, l- dramatic, life-altering changes with no destination. Right. Like, you know, the first two weeks we're like, all right, we're going to go back to the office. And then it's like been a year. And then by the time you finally get used to being remote, that's when the second you get used to it, they call you back in and you're like, this stinks. But that's what you're used to before for how many years you're working. And uh, yeah, I feel for you. It stinks. It sucks that they, they should have done like a hybrid first or whatever, but. I mean, yes, I, mean, I think a hybrid would have helped a lot of people transition back. Yeah, I know. And I, I know just, some places did it. And I've um, been seeing on TikTok these videos of uh, HR calling the employee and saying, all right, when can we expect you back in the office? And they say, oh, you're quitting. Okay. Like, <laughs> people rather... Uh, <laughs> or people are like... I saw another one that said, I'm, uh, you, we're, we're bringing everyone back in two weeks. And then, then it cuts to the employee and he says, well, that's my two weeks notice. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) But then I'm like thinking like, where are these people going? If they, cause everywhere I feel like it's going to open up soon. I feel like. Right. I think that's the thing. Like people are, uh, not going back because of, uh, unemployment, but that's going to go away. Yeah, but you have to get fired too. Like, if you say you're not coming back, you don't get unemployment. You right. Te- you technically quit. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just keep in mind. Uh, what's his name again? Dean sucks. Yes. Keep in mind, Dean sucks. Everyone's going through this. Everyone's suffering at the same time. It's this collective suffering of everyone being dragged back to the office. Right. When we all had that collective suffering of being inside the whole time, and you know, be blessed. You have a job and whatever. Yeah. Um, and some people had to work like two, like a month after the quarantine. I know Ronnie was like delivering pizzas or listener and, you know, people working at home Depot and stuff. Right. Right. They they didn't, and they didn't even get to work remote. Yeah. They had to like literally go back and, uh, service us. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel for them and knowing that they were working the whole time. And I know a lot of our listeners have been working the whole time. Makes me feel a little better about, you know, about having to come back. And of uh, course. An ideal world would be remote all the time, but well, I'm I'm glad uh, that you you still have your job and uh, are uh, you know at least working. Uh, Dean sucks, so and then maybe they'll be like, you know what, people are more productive when they worked at home, right? Well, right. Some send, places might change. Maybe yeah. they'll send you back. Uh, Oklahoma, uh, wait, Oklahoma mom. Oh yeah, tweeted swimsuit season post apocalypse. Oh yeah, that one got a lot of likes. I saw. Yeah, that was a good one. That's funny. Yeah, the uh, I think we all go through that, except for me apparently, which you said at the beginning. You're, you're looking great. Yeah. The, Just get some uh, lifts in your uh, running shoes and and fast. Get some pep in your step. <laughs> get some pepper on your steak. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I I mean, same thing. Oklahoma mom. Everyone's going through that. I mean, I don't know anyone except for Chris Scopo who. Uh, somehow lost weight and uh, became a celebrity. Became a celebrity. <laughs> He's the only one I know that's lost weight. Everyone else I know is like bloated and you know, yeah. Because we, uh, uh, I don't know what about maybe being here so long. Like if you're in working in an office, 
there's less food, you know, like there's right, the, there, right. you have a lunch and then there, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Here there's the entire fridge is your stuff. The entire fridge, the entire cabinets are yeah. all snacks and food. <laughs> so you, I guess going back to the office will, uh, will help you. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I've been not missing a day of exercising. The, oh. the watch rings have been making me, like the OCD of filling them has made me exercise more. Yeah, the Apple Watch. Yeah, and uh, I've lost weight, and I'm d- doing way better, and it's good for your mental health. So any sort of exercise. There, uh, one time I couldn't find my Apple Watch, and I worked out, and I came home, and it said, you have done nothing. Oh, I hate it. I did. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> it's I wait- swear. You, you walk in, and it's sitting in the chair with a lamp over it. Where have you been? <laughs> Hello. Oh, look who's home. Uh, uh, some from today. Jenny Marie, my uh, dad lives across, across the country in California, so I can't help him deal with recovery from major spinal surgery. Oh, my God. And now he's gotten COVID while he's in the hospital. What? I, I feel helpless, anxious, and depressed. Man, I feel for your dad. Hopefully he's vaccinated because I know that's not a death sentence anymore if you're vaccinated, even though you have your spine right rip, ripped out like a mortal combat fatality i uh <laughs> well hopefully uh your your yeah your dad is is vax he's he's already in the hospital so maybe they're able to get a head start on taking care of him f- with the symptoms yeah and i hope your doctor's not sub zero because he wears a doctor's mask in the game he wears the surgical mask and, <laughs> And, uh, you know, being even if you were in California, I don't know if they would let you go see him because of the virus. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, you're, it stinks about the distance, but uh, all you can do is uh, just keep in touch and hope that uh, everything works out, I guess. Yeah, um, hope for the best. If he's vaccinated, I you know, it's, it's, that's pretty cool. And he's in the hospital, so he's got access to the ICU, you know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then, I mean, his spine will be better. Yeah. And I see you because of my uh, contacts. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, I can't really, uh, speak to any, any of it either. Cause I'm spineless and, uh, <laughs> I don't have a backbone for this kind of stuff. Uh, I also, uh, my mom <laughs> was getting uh same kind of treatment cause I stepped on a crack. Wow. Very good. Uh, and uh, best of luck to you and your family, Jenny. We love you. And, and uh, you know, these are all jokes. We really hope you're all right. We are. Yeah, we hope you're all right. And send us a DM if you if you need uh, someone to vent to. Uh, Jenny has been a longtime listener, so we're happy you wrote in. Yeah, we love you, Jenny. Uh, Patch tweeted, incompetent doctors and uh, mainly their lack of response. Man, that's tying into Jenny's. Yeah. Well, well, we hope you don't have a competent doctor unless my joke of Sub-Zero is true and he rips out your dad's spine and holds it up and <laughs> says, uh, fatality. <laughs> but I'll stop talking about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, competent doctors, I don't know. Well, my doctor at the eye doctor was uh, something else. Yeah. I think I hate the lack of response. I know what you mean. But, you know, you got to think of it from their end. Maybe they don't have all the information they can give you yet. You know, there's tests that need to be done, and sometimes they take longer. And 
obviously doctors are very busy right now because of the second uh, wave of uh, the virus. So, And uh, you can look up their credentials. If you live in New York State, you can just type in a doctor's name and you'll see where they went to med school. So you can see if they went to like the med school. Can you see their rating? They don't have a rating, but you can see like what their specialties are, where they went to med school. I'm sure. I, I don't know if other states have it. I know New York State has it. It's called the Department of Professions, so you can uh, scope it out that way. Because I don't know if I trust Google reviews. Because mm-hmm. you can just pay people to print them. Yeah, that's true. We gotta pay some people. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you gotta do some damage control here. Yeah, and uh, do we have time for? Yeah, we, we got some time. Uh see here there was another one that i uh trying to find it um oh here we go the neighbor's son-in-law is <laughs> uh the neighbor's son-in-law threatening to come murder them oh jesus christ who's that luna, from? luna longbottom luna longbottom uh at no soup for you, ninety four. That's pretty funny. Great name. Uh, that was what Tobin was listening to on his uh his iPod. <laughs> don't uh, add, don't ask her for any bread. That's what George did in the show. Uh, the neighbor's son-in-law. Can I just have some bread? What? <laughs> some bread. Bread. No soup for you. <laughs> uh, the neighbor's son-in-law is threatening to come murder them. Well, I think that's a job for the police. I don't know how <laughs> we can help you at all. That sounds horrible. And we're also reading this a week late. so. Uh, oh, God. Hopefully you made it. Yeah. Well, they, they're just next door. I would call a police restraining order. I don't know. If you get a restraining order with somebody who lives next door to you, that's pretty... I don't know what happens. Yeah. Maybe they have to move. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I would get a. I would make a report maybe or, or have your neighbors make a report. Uh, that's crazy. Or maybe that the son-in-law listens, and uh, if he does, uh, don't do it. Has anyone ever threatened your life, Stephen? Uh, no. I mean, inadvertently, when the guy punched me in the face, I was like, I bet you he'd. Oh yeah, love to right. keep going. The subway guy. <laughs> yeah. Or the guy that hit you with the car, or hit oh, your yeah. car with his car. Yeah. So I bet there's people that want me dead. <laughs> How about you? Uh, just, um, when I made fun of those skateboarders, I got, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's right. The death threats. And then I, I, I was afraid to promote a comedy show that night because I was like freaked out. I don't know if they would come. Right. So I feel, uh, feel that other than that, I don't know. Homeless people and crazy, yeah. crazy people on the subway. Yeah. Yelling stuff out, but I don't know that I, I feel for you. It's weird. Uh, neighbor's son-in-law. So. It's a weird. Uh, that's like a Maury episode. <laughs> we got we got alien abductees. You are the killer. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got alien abductees and murderous sons-in-laws. <laughs> Next, after Judge Judy. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's all our time for the topics. Well, that was a great the batch of topics. Yeah. That was a good uh, fun app that flew by. Yeah. Uh, and you gotta go to this optometrist if. If you want story, I care. Yeah, I, I've. It sounds so cool. You might have to bring a girl to get in, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll check it out. Do you have one? An optometrist? Yeah. No. Oh really? Yeah, I. 
I had I went to Vision Works to get more contacts. That's all. That is the glasses store. Yeah. Do they test you there? Yeah, you can get. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, but maybe I'll go to this place. I mean, name drops. I'd love to have an eye guy that likes comedy. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell him that I live in the same building as Joe, and he'll probably give me free glasses. Tell him he opened for Brian Regan. He'll oh, yeah. give you a free eyeball. <laughs> All right, everyone. That's been our episode. <laughs> Thanks for writing in. Continue to write in. Respond to the tweet. Ask it for topics. We'll talk about it next week. Yes. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to the Patreon. Five bucks a month. You get four bonuses episode, four bonus episodes a month. We just had a new one. Christine, shout out to you. Yes, thank you, Christine. Do you I, know her? Uh, I only saw the name Christine. I didn't oh. see a last name, so I'm not sure. Well, Mystery Christine, thanks for listening. We got yeah. a lot of good feedback on the YouTube, so keep subscribing and commenting and all that stuff. Thank you so much, and uh, stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned, everybody. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, Tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at NotSteveRogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Steven Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StevenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening, and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.